Get ready for your daily dose of marketing strategies and tactics from entrepreneurs with the guile and experience to help you find success in any marketing capacity. You're listening to Marketing School with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. Hey, Marketing School listeners, I have an interesting stat for you. Did you know that Walmart improved their conversion rate by 2% for every second that they improved their load time? In other words, website speed helps with conversions. In addition to that, Google uses it to determine where your site ranks in their index. So the faster your website loads, the higher you'll rank. For that reason, I want to talk to you today about a company called DreamHost. DreamHost powers the web with fast websites and superior customer service brought to you by a team of web experts who are super committed to your success online. We've worked with them to create a special offer just for Marketing School listeners. All you have to do is go to dreamhost.com slash marketing school to learn more and get your website online today. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about how to combine content marketing with paid advertising. Neil, what are your thoughts around this? Sure, there's many different ways you can do the paid advertising when it comes to content marketing, like driving pay-per-click traffic to a Facebook traffic. But here's my favorite strategy for paid advertising content marketing. I don't care how many times Facebook adjusts their algorithm, the stuff that truly goes viral goes viral either way. So I like going and spending money on Facebook fan likes. Create really good ads, even if it's expensive. In the US, I pay around a dollar a like, that's expensive. In Brazil, I'm paying like six cents a like, which is really affordable. When I do this, I'm then creating a fan base of 100,000, 200,000 fans. Every time I then post an article, I'm getting consistent traffic to my content. It's really simple, it works. You can keep going back to the pool and getting more traffic. I'm not the biggest fan of driving paid clicks. Because when you drive paid clicks and then you stop paying, that's it. You're not going to get any more. But if you pay to build an audience and then drive clicks from that, you can keep going back to the same well to generate more and more clicks over time. So that's my favorite strategy when it comes to driving traffic using paid to content marketing. And the way I optimize my campaigns with Facebook ads, it tells you the engagement, like how many comments, how many likes, how many shares. And I optimize not necessarily for cost per like, I optimize for cost per engagement, comments, likes, shares, right? Not fan page likes. I'm talking about likes on the posts. So then that way I know which ad campaigns are creating the highest ROI. Cause the goal is not to have the most amount of fans is to have the least amount of fans that create the most amount of engagement. That's virality, right? If you have a few people who are super engaged, it gets shown to way more people and it keeps spreading virally. If you have a ton of people who barely engage, your content's not going to spread virally. So for those of you that are starting out, I like I used to think this this was a BS button. I, I think I used to think this was writing a blank check to Facebook, but the boost post button, it actually works. So, I still think that's writing a blank check to Facebook. Well, I mean for us when we use it, we actually collect emails. I mean, for 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 example, let's say an email to us might be worth uh twenty dollars or something like that. And in some cases, when we do this, you know, we might be collecting emails for five, six bucks. In that case, it's worth it to us. Yeah, but the Facebook emails aren't worth anywhere near what a Google organic visitor is worth. This I've is true as well. I've the numbers on that. The Facebook visitors just don't convert as well. This is true. But we have gotten some, when I look at some of the leads that came in through Facebook, for us, um, there are some good companies that have come through it. Um, I will say the lead, the lead quality definitely isn't as high as organic. 
But um, the boost post button, I think if you want a little elaboration on this, uh, Dennis Yu from Facebook, or not from Facebook, from Blitz Metrics, he did a really good podcast with a digital marketer. He elaborates on kind of the, the details of how it works. Um, and it has gotten a lot better than what it was before. I used to think it was BS. Now I think it's a little less BS. I think it's an easy button if you want to get started. You know, press the boost post button. I would say if you're going to do that, though, look at your Facebook insights. Look at what's actually generating a, a high amount of engagement. Um, and whatever's getting a good amount of engagement, go ahead and boost that. But don't try to just, you know, by default, boost everything. Don't let your social media managers go to town on that. It has to be controlled if you're going to do that. And if you're going to do that, like Eric's mentioning, make sure you have a content upgrade. You can use Thrive plugin for that. What that is, if your blog post is on uh, beginner mistakes that cripple any blog, the content upgrade could be download the cheat sheet, you know, on stuff you should avoid so that way your blog doesn't fail. Whatever it is, right? Come up with a better, better phrase or wording or headline, whatever you want. And when you do that and you put the content upgrade within the first, like, three, four paragraphs of the blog post, you'll get a ton of emails. If you don't have a content upgrade, you won't generate as many emails uh, compared to any other collection method. So make sure you have the content upgrade if you're boosting your posts. And you don't have to spend a lot of money on this uh, initial. I mean, Neil, how much are you spending on likes per month right now? Zero, but in general per year, maybe a hundred grand. Okay, great. And well, Neil's trying to do this on a much larger scale. So I think if you're trying to do it on a smaller scale, if you're starting out, your business is doing, I don't know, six figures a year, how much would you be spending on likes? I would start off with like 500 bucks to $1,000 a month. And I would just do a one-off test and see what happens. Because it's not about how much money are you spending on likes. It's how much money can you spend to get the right campaign with the right headline, image, etc., to create the most amount of comments, shares, uh, likes on the post you're sharing, not just likes on the fan page. And what I found is what impacts that most more than anything else, it's the targeting that you do. So when I spend money on the paid traffic side, what I like doing is uploading my email list and doing lookalike campaigns 1% on Facebook. When you're doing any type of content promotion at all, I like to do the page post engagements. I know Neil likes to do the likes. I actually like paying for the, the, the clicks or the page post engagements. Just make sure that if you're going to promote content, it should be promoting all your ad sets should be pointing towards one ad. Um, ideally, you're creating a, a, a dark post. So you go to Power Editor click on page post and you're going to create a dark post and then uh, get that post ID and then run all your ad set traffic towards that one. Otherwise, you're splitting all the social engagement um, across, you know, 10 different ad sets uh, versus when you can be consolidating that to just one ad. So you want to do that because when you're able to consolidate all of the engagement, you're going to drive a higher click through rate and your CPC is going to be cheaper. So if you're going to do that, make sure you're doing that. And for the page post engagements, we drive it to cold traffic and then we're retargeting people while we're just retargeting people to um, week one content, week two, week three. And for us, you know, a free consultation might be worth, let's say 500 bucks for us right now. We're collecting them at about, uh, I want to say about $200 right now. So um, quality is lower than, than Google, like Neil said, but um, you know we're gonna continue to test it to see how it works for us in the long term. When you're doing paid traffic, think about the channel as well. For most businesses, I found that YouTube doesn't work too well because people just watch a video and they don't really click through to the website. Uh, I've also found that Facebook works the best almost for any industry. The quality of the traffic's lower, but their cost is so much lower. Google AdWords works extremely well if you're driving traffic to an article that's very related to the product or service you sell and you have a high ticket item. If you don't have a high ticket item, I found that Google AdWords is hard to arbitrage using that model where you're driving traffic to uh, content marketing. 
but test them all out, right? Like you'll figure out which ones are working really well for you and which ones aren't. I've even tested out LinkedIn ads. The problem with LinkedIn ads is just mm. so expensive per click. Same with Twitter ads. Twitter's really expensive per click and the audience isn't as gauge. Yeah. The one thing I will say, I've seen people with, with Twitter, I mean, when you're driving, or not Twitter, with LinkedIn, when they're driving people to a, uh, like, uh, I think it's like an ebook page, so the conversion rates, I've seen people get as high as uh, 50 to 60% or so. So that, the numbers actually can back out for you, um, depending on, you know, what your, your target CPA is. But yeah, the clicks are, what, anywhere from 5 to 10 bucks? Yeah. Okay. So, you used to actually run ads on my LinkedIn page for consulting leads back in the day. What was the I did? Yeah. I never did that. It was, was probably before me. That was before you. Yeah, that was right. before me. Yeah. I would never do that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that didn't work too well. But the cost wasn't too bad. The quality of the leads weren't bad. But uh, LinkedIn works really well. I don't know if it was you. It was probably AJ or Sujin who first. Somebody started. else. Yeah, because yeah, that was the first time I ever ran LinkedIn ads. But now when I do it to content, I can't get it to pan out unless it's like big enterprise deals. Yeah. Which I guess is not bad if that's what you're looking for. Um, I will also say running Gmail ads, we did try um, running Gmail ads to content and that has uh, proven to work. So if you just Google uh, Gmail advertising growth everywhere, you'll see our uh, in-depth post on that. Um, and then if you listen to our last episode on how to set up a basic remarketing campaign, that's going to talk about uh, you know the content temperatures or traffic temperatures, I should say, and then how to set up a uh, paid traffic uh funnel basically so there's a little more elaboration in that one so listen to that one if you haven't already um and i'd actually recommend you re-listening to both this one and the last one to get a better handle on how these things actually work so with that being said that's it for this episode of marketing school we'll see you tomorrow this session of marketing school has come to a close be sure to subscribe for more daily marketing strategies and tactics to help you find the success you've always dreamed of And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you in class tomorrow right here on Marketing School.